This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This is the official Caps Chirp Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, every way. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Chill, and I'm here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. What's going on, everybody? Caps fans, we've got an incredible episode, as always, for you this Thursday. We're going to be going back to our segments. I'll be talking about Shorzy. This amazing show that you need to watch if you're into hockey on Hulu and the Hockey Troll Hip Check. And what snack time with Polly Cupcakes going to be, Polly? Give you a little taste of the IIHF 2020 World, 2022 World Championship. There we go. Let's pop some tabs and get right into it. Let's do it. One, two, three. All right. So, Polly, before we get into it, though, um, I'd like you to know I went golfing today. Did Me too. Know? Oh, you too. What? Yeah. Oh wow. So, uh, what? Tell us about it. Well, it quite possibly was the worst of my life. Um, <laughs> That's I played really bad. bad. We uh, we had a rule. It was if you doubled par, then you were maxed out. I maxed out every single hole. So. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> and so on. So you shot like a legitimate like seventy something on nine. Yeah. Damn. Yep, I'm really bad at it. That's fucking terrible. That makes me feel good about myself, though. Um, You're welcome. Though I, you know, it must be nice to be able to be good enough friends with you that you'll go golfing with them. Well, you know, I've golfed with you twice, and before that I hadn't golfed for years, so, you know, you've had the majority of golf in my life, so, you know, you can you can look at it your way, or you can look at it through reality, which is my way, and <laughs> um, you can see that you have been special. <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad, I'm glad to know that I'm special. Um I shot 110 and okay. So new course, it was a short course. Um, like it, so it was crazy. This, they had like 300 yard, like 270 yard par fours, which is a pretty short par four. I'd say, uh, not many of their par fours were like much more over 300 yards, but they were like twisty and turny. And there was some, you know, obstacles like water and stuff. But then, Second to last hole, they're like, here's a 600-yard par five. 
like oh okay and it was just it was it was just straight up like distance it was like you just had to pipe the fucking ball because it, there was nothing there were no no obstacles it was literally you could see the flag from the tee box it was just straight and it was just like it was just a challenge right to be like all right if you think you can fucking hit this fucking ball like you better do it you better do it straight uh, because that's all this hole is is straight down this straight down the fairway for a 600 yard par five. Um, so yeah, needless to say, I think I, I think I got like a seven on that hole. Not great. So I like doubled it, but, um, it was, uh, it was a cool course. Never been there before. So 110 pretty trash. That's, that's really trash actually. Uh, but, as we've discussed ad nauseum on this podcast, I spent I spent like twenty four hundred dollars and got new irons, the new tailor made stealths. By the way, any of you golf gear guys out there, uh, they're sweet as fuck. Uh, got them at, at a certain place that if they sponsor us, I would name drop where I got them. Uh, it's it's a larger box store, um, and uh, yeah, ordered them about five weeks ago. In two weeks, they say they'll be here. So I have a due date. I have a date. June 9th through the 15th is when they're saying that they should be in. So every time I pick up my irons that I have now, I just like turn my nose up in my head. Like, <laughs> what is this peasant shit I'm swinging right now? I just spent, I just spent thousands of dollars on, on new irons and it just gets in my head, dude. And then I'm like trash with them and I'm like, yeah, yeah I've totally shanked that ball and mishit it because I'm not, I don't have my optimized you know, fitted $2,400 set of irons. It's exactly why I'm bad at golf. Oh, that's the reason. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense in my head. I've, I've, you know, I mean, I'm not even trying to justify it anymore. I've sold this to myself and I am just living with that reality right now. Well, you know, you say something enough, you'll start to believe it. Exactly, and I've said it way too many times. I'm already, I'm already an evangelist for these new fucking irons. I haven't even fucking played with them, um, <clears throat> you know. And then also, it may be this that subliminally, I'm like, also like, I need to put my game totally in the shitter so that when I do come out and like break a hundred the first time I have these irons in my hand, I'm like, oh yeah, totally worth the money, right? Yeah. <clears throat> The, you know, that's just just one peek inside Hockey Troll's brain. There, it's a terrifying place. <laughs> it's, it's some scary shit, folks. Scary shit. Um. All right. Well, enough enough of golf talk. I'm glad you got out there. It was at least. I mean, it was a beautiful day today. I'm sure you had some good sun getting that vitamin D. Yeah. I mean, I, I got obviously I got frustrated with my shots, but I didn't let it bring down my mood. I allowed myself to to enjoy it, so you know, a little little sign of maturity there in Polly Cupcakes. <laughs> and I mean, like I said, I mean, it was just nice. I'm, I'm guessing, okay, like I would bet my bottom dollar you didn't walk the nine holes, right? Like you were cruising the cart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, you're just out there in the beautiful weather and just outside, you know, on a nice course, just kind of playing a little game of whack, fuck. Yeah, yeah, that was a lot of that. <laughs> All right, good shit. You want to talk about Shorzy? Yeah. This is the Hockey Troll Hip Check. 
So yeah, so uh, have you seen Shorzy there, Polly? Huh? I did. <laughs> oh, oh, that was. Oh, that was good. That was, that was good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that is annoying. <laughs> oh fuck! All right, so let's. It, Capstans, if you didn't know, Shorzy is put on by the Letterkenny guys. It's the same actor who plays Shorzy, who's done a lot of cameos. He was a pretty main character in a couple of the seasons of Letterkenny. Um, and he's actually, they never show his face in Letterkenny. Um, because he's played by Jared Kiso, or Kesso. Um, not exactly sure how to pronounce his name, who plays Wayne in Letterkenny. So it's the same actor, but completely different character. And Shores is just like a fucking dick. He's usually a ref. Uh, in in Letterkenny, he played uh, some senior league championship that was uh, he played like a, as a player, and he's a stud. He wears number sixty nine, uh, you know, just like me right there in beer league, uh, and he just ridiculous chirp fest all the time. Uh, has the most vicious chirps, and um, he's actually he can he can wheel like he's a pretty good player. He's a forward. Uh, so, um, I mean, finally hockey fans, we have like a real hockey show. Like, you know, what was that show? Benders or something? Uh, I think it was on like Spike TV or something. Maybe at one point. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed Benders. I think Shorzy's way better. Yeah. Um, but right. yeah, I mean, Shorzy, you know, it's got pretty decent hockey uh scenes and you know the story around i mean obviously the majority of the show is off the ice but you know it's got it's got a good story it's got the the letter kenny humor to it right and uh, yeah i mean it's just uh laughing a lot the same writers and shit yeah i mean it was it's it was so good there's a lot of cameos if you watched letter kenny you're gonna love if you loved letter kenny and you're a hockey fan you're gonna absolutely flip shit over Shorzy. I think it's better than Letterkenny. I'll be honest, just because of the hockey aspect. Uh, but it's I, like... If, I like it better. Yeah, it's like if Letterkenny was only hockey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I enjoy the entire storyline of Letterkenny, but my favorite has always been the hockey stuff. Right. And then, which Letterkenny has gone much heavier into hockey as the seasons have gone on. At the beginning, it was basically just... Katie was dating hockey guys and Wayne had to deal with their bullshit. Right. But then by the end of letter, Kenny, like the farm boys are like going to watch the senior league team play. And so much of the episodes are centered around hockey and the storyline. So it was, I mean, I wonder if future letter Kenny's going to have less hockey now because, you know, they've done Shorzy now. So maybe they'll, they'll change the, the, the path of the show. But right. I, I'm looking forward to much more Shorzy. Well, the where I remember Letterkenny leaving off, Wayne, um, I think he broke up with a girlfriend, didn't he? And now he's like, and then his like ex, his original ex is back in the picture. Like the one that you barely I, even saw. I think you're a couple seasons behind. Oh, fuck. Okay. Maybe not. Well, I've seen the, the hockey one. And then he starts dating uh, the one girl. He's like half black. Yeah. Okay. And that's where it in. That's uh, where. 
Well, I think they they're still together, and it went for they were together for another season or two. Okay. All right. All right. Oh, whatever. Yeah. I'm. 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 It's been a while because you know the, with COVID, this stuff didn't like come out. I mean, they released like a half season or something during COVID. I thought. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens uh, with with Letterkenny. So yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting to say that. I, I mean. I feel like it's perfect time because at this point the letter Kenny seasons are good, but it's just kind of like, I felt it felt getting like it was getting a little old, probably for the writers. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think letter Kenny's kind of getting to the point where every show gets to this point. You're like, all right, it's time to wrap it up because we're getting away from what it was. And it's kind of, it, I don't know. It, it's kind of, it just forced at this point. Yeah. And you know, some shows, know when to cut it off some shows don't and as much as i love letter kenny i i think maybe another season or two and then just focus on shorty seriously (laughs) yeah as you can tell folks we're like already ready to just pack it in on letter kenny and just go full-blown just do shorty stuff uh (laughs) but after six episodes so the um uh the first and and we'll just the lat to button up the letter kenny thing it's tough to end that series right it'd be like seinfeld because nothing happens yeah. really <laughs> like things happen, but it's like about this small, like BFE town in, in Northern Ontario. Right. So it's like, you know, where, where do they go? I mean, nobody's going to die. It's not like, it's not like game of Thrones where they're just going to kill everybody off, you know? Uh, so it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see what they do. If they kind of just let them walk off into sunset or they just cut it. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, dude, like the, uh, the Shorzy is a six episodes and they're about 30, 20 to 30 minutes long each. So half hour, just like letter Kenny. Um, but, uh, the hockey podcast network's own Terry Ryan has a lot of speaking roles and he's a main character in this, in this show. Um, and he plays him almost himself, like some, a, a, a newfie who's like, uh, you know, a good player, you know, they even say like he was a first round draft pick overall, like a first, first round pick, uh, overall, which Terry Ryan was, he's got a book out about how he was a bust for the Montreal Canadians. Um, and yeah, so now he's an actor <laughs> and a, and an author. So pretty interesting stuff, uh, to see him out there. One thing I loved about the show is that all these dudes look like they can fucking play hockey. Like all of the actors, you know, it looks like them. I don't know if they have doubles. I, I just, I don't know. Did, did you get that vibe? Yeah. I mean, I, I think the, the guys look like they're in shape. There's good hockey um, content during the show. I mean, Jared, the, the head Shorzy, he played mm-hmm. junior hockey, you know? And, oh, he did. Uh, yeah. And obviously Terry Ryan played in the NHL. I don't know about the other guys, but yeah, I mean, it, they, they do look like hockey players. Right. Um, and I mean, even on the eye, like as they're shooting it, they look like hockey players, right? That's what you mean? Yeah. 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 Um, It's, it's not like mighty ducks where (laughs) it's like they took a a shot of someone standing still and then put it into the frame. Yeah. Yeah. Standing still. And then like 10 minutes later, like the play comes their way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or just like close-ups on like them skating from behind or them, their feet skating. Yeah. None of that shit. Um, it's actual really hot, real hockey stuff. The storyline is the, that Shorzy plays in this Northern Ontario, like senior hockey organization, AKA no show. 
uh, the No Show League, which is like the shittiest senior like pro league in in the world <laughs> in in North America, basically. Uh, and he's on a last place team, and he's and he's promised the uh, the owner of the team that he would they'd win the season out, and it's only four games. Like so, already the campaign's like almost over. And uh, there's like four games left, and he promises that they'll never ever lose a game again. Um, pretty, I, I think that like there's some progressive stuff, you know. There's some, you know, uh, the sister is uh, a lesbian with the other foster sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then and they're getting married, and then uh, I loved how they had. The league is run by all women and all of the ownership that you see, like anybody who's in an ownership role is a woman. Like, and then it's just like the men are just like these like objectified, like pieces of meat that are out there playing hockey. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, there's quite a, quite an indigenous presence or presence in the show. I think. Oh yeah. Uh, two out of the three people who run the league were first nations yeah yeah if not all of them yeah i couldn't really tell but then also like yeah and like there's two native uh women who run the team and uh yeah i mean and then they they have a lot of players who are native as well so uh kind of for it being such a crude show about hockey definitely kind of in letter in in true letter style which you know letter has been known for like being pretty progressive in that sense, showing people of color and showing people with, you know, who may be, uh, you know, different sexual persuasion and everybody else. Right. So, uh, definitely a good, a really good mix there. It was cool to see Terry Ryan. I thought his character was pretty funny the way he speaks and stuff. Um, and, uh, one last thing, uh, in the very, the first episode, like the first minute you see, there's a cameo by, uh, rear Admiral RA, um, the Fox News guy, I, there's another woman, and then Tessa Bonhomme, who I have a picture with Tessa Bonhomme wearing her, um, her gold medal. Yeah, met her in Pittsburgh on the ice. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember you told me about that. Yeah, um, and like an idiot, I was like, she, she's like looking at me, smiling, and then she's just like, I was like, wow. Like, that's the gold medal. And I'm, like, next in line. I'm just kind of like, whoa, like, kind of skating up to her. And she puts it over my he- head, and I wear it. And I got to wear it. And, um, I, and of course, like a fucking idiot, you know, I go, wow, that's heavy. <laughs> it's heavy as shit. It's, like, the heaviest – I mean, it's, like, a weight around your neck, obviously. But, uh, yeah, that's that's real gold, bro. I mean, it's a, it's a very heavy piece of hardware, man. Did you notice who one of the announcers was? Yeah, the uh, the gay pastor from yeah. Letterkenny. The, yeah, I love how they made him French, right? The two French guys. Um, yeah. Oh man, there's just so many like funny little details of this of this show that crack me the fuck up every time. Uh, yeah. Like the the stud of the team is, and that's another thing I want to bring up. The stud, uh, what is it, John? John Sebastian. JJ Frankie JJ. Yeah, JJ Frankie JJ. <laughs> that dude, it looks like a beer league menace. If I saw it, because you can just tell by the shots that he takes, like the like the shots of him skating in and like shooting, you're like, dude, that guy is fucking good. And he's huge. Like that 
I would hate to play beer league against that guy because there's no getting over it. There's nothing you can do. The dude's can skate. He's fast, like for his size, he's huge and he's got hands and a shot. Like, what am I going to do? Just try to stay in front of you and probably get mold bowled over. Yeah. Um, he'd be a nightmare to defend. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he looks like he can wheel. Like he looks like a real player too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all that to say, 11 out of 10, go watch Shorzy now. Do it. Thank us later. Yeah. Thank us later. You gotta, I mean, you know, you gotta watch these things so that they re-up them for the next season. I mean, a six, a six episode taste of, you know, I could have watched, I literally watched it all in one, one sitting. Like I couldn't turn it off. Did you watch it all in one? I watched four episodes yesterday afternoon and then uh, finished them laying in bed. Okay. Yeah. So all in one day. Yeah. <laughs> one day with a little breaky. <laughs> mm-hmm. Took an intermission. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, honestly, just so fucking funny. Um, who's it? You know, somebody on our beer league team was like, dude, that is you. You are Shorzy. And he's talking to me. I don't know, man. I don't think I have the... The chirping prowess. I mean, that guy, he just comes at you. I think I've said that to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jamie you said probably, it, too. Jamie yeah, said probably, it, too. <laughs> yeah. All right. I guess that's a compliment. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh, fuck. Hilarious stuff. All right. Well, you know what? We got to get Jared. Ke- is it Kiso? Keso? What's his last name? I don't know, but we should figure it out before we ask him. Yeah, we should probably hit him up, mask, get him on the show for him to say no. Um, I would, I, and I mean, you know, Terry Ryan's like, a, we can ask him, but I feel like he's pretty busy nowadays, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and Terry Ryan is is like that. He's like a, that guy off the ice too, man. So he's he's definitely a, he's definitely a newfie for sure, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I love it because all all these guys just seem so authentic, you know. Yeah, it's it's fun. It, I mean, yeah, it's it's got, probably makes it easier for guys who aren't trained actors if they can just kind of be themselves. Right, and I mean, you know, Terry Ryan's like been doing this acting thing; like he wants to be an actor. So, you know, he's he's done he's had some roles, but like this could be something that really like puts him on the map, especially if like Shores gets extended for like five seasons, you know. Yeah. And I hope it does. And I hope for Terry and for uh, my own selfish entertainment pleasure that it gets, that it gets extended forever. (laughs) Exactly. Mutually beneficial. Exactly. Exactly. You know what else is mutually beneficial, Polly? Tell me. DraftKings Sportsbook. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot and even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. 
Ugh. Well, all that excitement has got me peckish. Well, I can satisfy your hungry belly. It's snack time with Polly Cupcakes. Well, if you didn't know, because the Stanley Cup's going on, the World Championships are current. Well, they just finished today, the 29th. Oh, Oh, that was a quick. That seems like a really quick tournament, huh? Yeah, I think it's been going on for two weeks. Okay. So, I mean, it's about the length of the the Olympics. You know, Team USA and their group, they went 5-1 and one in qualifying, or group play. They, I incorrectly said that the Czechia, or the Czechia game was their first playoff game, but it wasn't. It was, oh no, I'm sorry. They had two games. So, the second to last game was against Czechia. They lost one nothing. Uh, the only goal of the game was by Mattel Blumel, and I mean, it, was a, it was a fast, competitive game, but uh, Team USA's third-period push just wasn't enough. And as we'll see later, USA <clears throat> got Czechia again. They finished off round play with Norway, and they got a 4-2 to win. Um, Ryan Hartman and Boldly, Matthew Boldly, had the two first-period goals they took out Swayman, put it Strauss Man and Strauss Man and Net, who played for the Olympics. So they were getting everybody some looks going into the the uh, qualifying. Martinson got Norway on the board. Um, Letary netted a short. Okay, I don't know. If the, I don't think this is a rule in the NHL, but if a puck goes in directly off of an official, it is not a goal. So hmm. the 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 official was in the slot. I don't know why the fuck he'd be in the slot. Yeah, what was he doing there? Yeah, right? Like, that is very much not where he's supposed to be. Right. He was falling. It went off of his skate, and so the goal came back. Wow. Um, but then, you know, Team USA went up 3-1, to one, and then it was 3-2, to two, and then we got an empty netter. So the Norway game was a nice way to wrap up group play. Honestly, um, that was the last game I was able to watch. USA did win the quarterfinal game three to nothing against the top seeded Swiss. Uh, a couple of notes here: Denmark beat Canada for the first time ever during group play, as a as a, a landmark victory for Denmark. Wow! And Austria got their first ever world's win by beating Czechia. So, you know, it seems like every one of these tournaments we're getting something historic happening. Yeah. Because uh, I believe did Denmark, I think Denmark got their first ever Olympic win this past Olympics as well. Sounds about right. I mean, that and that's great. It just shows that the game's spreading and talent is getting built everywhere. And I mean, I think exactly. one of the best, the best example of that, and we, we beat this dead horse all the time, but Germany. I mean, look at Germany and how, you know, I mean, the only German player we used to know was Ole Kolzig, right? And that was only because he was the goaltender for the Washington Capitals. But, you know, you look at Dreisaitl, uh, you look at Stutzel, 
Uh, and you look at the performance of the German national team in the Olympics and in world championship and in just international play in general and how, uh, how they've really come up is, uh, it's encouraging to see. It's great. It really is. Um, yeah. So the, the first round of playoffs, team USA beat Switzerland. I think I said three, nothing. It was three to one, but then they did lose four to three to Finland in the second round, which put them in the bronze medal game. And with a rematch with Czechia, it was a 6-3 to three loss. So Team USA finished fourth. Mm. They go to the gold medal game. Finland beat Canada for gold 4-3 to three in overtime. So Finland stays number one in the power rankings of the IIHF. They are the 2022 IIHF world champs and the 2022 Olympic gold medalists, which I believe... They're the first ones to do that since Sweden in 06. And they got to do the world championships on home ice. Very nice. Very nice. That has to be very fun for Finland. Who won silver and bronze in the Olympics? Do you remember? Finland beat the Russian Olympic Committee. Okay. And And then then Slovakia won a bronze. bronze, Interesting. That's crazy, man. Um, ugh. I don't know. I mean, I think it's no surprise. I mean, obviously, it's great to see Finland beating Canada, and it's unfortunate to see – unfortunate but unsurprising to see Canada medal and get a silver. Um, and then who is it? Chechia got uh, uh, the, the bronze. So, you know, good for them. But what the hell is going on with USA Hockey? I don't know, man. I mean, that, that's Kempney there. You know, he got the, the bronze with Pasternak. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you know, they were a game away from the gold medal game this time around. It's, you know, in the, in the, in the Olympics, they were – they got beat by the bronze medalist. So, I mean, they – yeah, it's not – how you know? I mean, really, since 2010, though, I don't think they've even sniffed the gold medal game. Right. It's been a it's been a slippery slope for sure. Um, and you know, the Olympics before this, when um, you know it was the first Olympics that they weren't going to let pro like the NHL over, was just terrible. Like. And it was just terrible from the top down. I mean, the decisions being made on what the team makeup should be, who was coaching the team, you know, Tortorella, I think, was was the coach. I mean, and it, like everything was bad. And then we and, – and everyone who knew anything about hockey saw this lineup. It was old and there were a bunch of like brawling grinders. I, I mean, in what – I mean, the Olympics is a – is a skill-based tournament, man. Like, this is, there's no real room for... I mean, physicality's there, right? But there's... You're not going to be able to translate the North American game very well into the into the, into the the Olympic game. Like, you, you've got to have studs with speed, like foot speed, and you have to be well-coached. Um, I think you're confusing it with the World Cup. Oh, am I? Yeah, Tortorella coached the World Cup team in 2016, and they... That's right. Yeah, they but I mean last time around they picked they went heavy on 
overseas pros and AHL players. I think they had two or three college guys in 2018. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jordan, Jordan Greenway, I mean, he ended up being a good pick to have there. He performed well in the Olympics and he's had a good NHL career. I think really one of the only old guys was Brian Gionta, but for the most part, they were like mid twenties pros who weren't in the NHL. This I remember time them around, still being old overall. Maybe it was just Gianta who was like 43. Um, that just really yeah. pissed me off. I, I mean, I, look, I think regardless of which team I was talking about, I just don't agree with like the ideology. And I, I mean, I don't know, maybe you do, but I, I don't, be, I don't think that they're on the right track as far as like how to build a team for international play. Like, I just don't think that they have, they under like the U, USA hockey does not fucking understand that. Or they have these old curmudgeons who are making decisions to like play, you know, old school hockey like Eddie Shore, uh, and it's just, it you know, <laughs> grow the fuck up. Like, there's no, it's a fucking embarrassment, you know. I mean, do you agree well, with me, or am I off base here? Well, no, I mean, I, I agree. I think they did a better job for this Olympics because they went college heavy. Yeah. Um, you know, it's weird because they they don't seem to build the World Juniors team that way. But then they build the senior league team that way. So, I mean, I think, you know, moving forward, the next Olympics should just be all the former World Juniors guys who were playing college hockey that were too old for that year's World Juniors. Like, right. All the juniors and seniors in college hockey should make up and just recycle the guys who played for the World Juniors team because they're always competing for gold. Yeah, they they should just and it's been skilled guys. You know, this time around in the the World Championships, I mean, it, it they the NHLers are allowed to play, so you know they they just kind of took who was available and who wanted to play. Yeah, I mean Nate Schmidt, as much as I love him, you know I don't really think he's an assistant captain with a fully loaded Team USA. Uh, pro- maybe not, probably not. But and then well, you got to think about the guys who probably got a call and didn't go. Like, where the fuck have you been, Austin Matthews? Yeah. Austin Matthews, Patrick Kane. Right. I mean, there's... there's like, you pricks have nothing to do, like, except fill up a fucking diaper about how shitty your NHL team performed this year. You might as well go and, like, at least try to win a gold for the for the fucking country, you assholes. <laughs> yeah, where was Trevor Zegers? Yeah. Fucking little baby bitch boy Trevor Zegers. <laughs> Alright, I mean a little too harsh on Zegers, but... I'll, I'll pull up the roster real quick. Yeah. I am wondering, though, like, where the hell are all these guys? They're just like, no, nah, World Ju- World world Championships for is the scrub tournament. It's like... And, you know, they could be right. Because you look at it, and, and again, they could be contract stuff too, right? You know, you've got, like, you can't go play because you don't want to get hurt uh, playing world championships. Um, so they might have their hands tied, and maybe we're just being a bunch of... Maybe we're the ones really filling up the diaper. Maybe. I mean, it can't be that low, though, if Crosby and Ovechkin have gone in the past. Well, Crosby and Ovechkin have a little bit more pull with their teams, especially now, and even... yeah seven years ago, you know, I mean, Leonsis wasn't going to tell Ovi anything. I mean, I like, I think the goalie situation wasn't bad. Strauss, man, Jeremy Swayman, John Gillies. 
you know, I, I think those are, those are good. We're good in net, I think. But uh-huh. I mean, Seth Jones, Seth Jones was the captain. Um, <laughs> and Eesh. I think Seth Jones, while he's still a very good hockey player, he is definitely far from being Captain America. Right. Yeah. I'll have to agree there. Now he, his brother was supposed to play Caleb and he got hurt. It would have been cool to see brothers playing together for team USA. Yeah. The only, the only Hughes who went was Luke who just finished his freshman year at Michigan. Um, I believe Jack is hurt right now. Uh, I don't know what the story on Quinn is, but I mean, if I were those guys, if I'm healthy, why do you not want to go play for Team USA for your brother with with your brothers? If right your seasons have ended, like I'd be jumping on that opportunity. Sure, and that's primarily because Parker won't even play with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean I, I'm with you, man. I mean, and it's like for for Americans whose teams didn't make the playoffs, like the Lynx can wait, bro. Like you might as well like. Because it's in Finland, right? Yeah. Might as well take like a month and go to fucking Finland and like hang out and experience the world. I don't know, man. I that's that's a mind boggler for me. But you know, we're always the we're we're on the other end of it, right? We're always the guys that had to pay for ice time versus those guys are getting paid to play hockey. So maybe uh, we're being a little too um, romantic about it, or a little yeah. too a little too eager. Uh, but I still don't give a fuck. I think that's soft. I think that you should fucking go. If Ovi gets his ass kicked in the second round and then goes and represents Russia, like, show some fucking patriotism here. Yeah, for real. Backstrom, too. You know, Backstrom would always go. Those guys, you know, Orlov, Kuznetsov, all those guys would generally go if they didn't, you know, out of the playoffs. They would. And, and you know, again, we might be talking out of our ass. Maybe there's been this shift where. Teams aren't letting guys go. Uh, maybe because COVID protocols were a little too intense. You know, you know, we're giving. I'm playing a little devil's advocate here, but at the same time, I would try to do everything I could to get over there. You know, travel a little bit. The world's starting to open up. You've been fucking in a bubble the past three years. Like, you know, if the opportunity presented itself, <clears throat> you know, I'm not the type of guy to turn down work or ice time. Yeah, for real. And and then you know. It's it sucks even more to see that the USA not be able to do anything in these tournaments when we should be a world power in the hockey arena or in the in the hockey world. I would think. Yeah, I mean we've got the numbers, we've got the resources. Um, I mean, you know, one could argue that a lot of our best athletes aren't even playing hockey. So I mean that that definitely is a factor. You know, places like Sweden and Finland, their best athletes are playing hockey or soccer. You know, right. I mean, of course, there are people who play other sports, but their best athletes are playing those sports. You know, and America is very spread out on who plays what. But I think the game, as it continues to grow, and I think Team USA has gotten better since the World Cup and since the 18 Olympics at selecting rosters. So, I mean, I'm filled with a little bit of hope after the Olympic roster. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't put too much stock in the world junior or the world championship roster as much because it's the NHL leftovers. So I have a little more hope for the next Olympics. 
as long as they follow a similar formula. Now, if the NHL does bring back that World Cup, I don't know if USA Hockey's in charge of selecting the roster or the NHL, but hopefully for the World Cup, they would, um, you know, do something similar and pick speedy guys, skilled guys, because coming in with, you know, big bruisers in a seven game tournament just isn't the way to do it. Yeah. And I mean, you can, I mean, Canada showed that you can have bruisers like I'm not, but those bruisers also have to be able to dangle like and skate, Um, you know, and I, you know, I guess now that I've gone on my rant and, and you've, You've you've calmed me down a little bit. I, I do think that 2018 was a rock bottom year for USA Hockey uh, in the Olympics, and I think that they have slowly turned the corner. Um, and I was much more encouraged by you're right by this raw. And we talked about it when the Olympics went down. I was much much I was night and day happier with the roster that we had constructed this time around. So. I, I agree with you. I think I'm maybe, maybe, uh, you know, I'm, we're, everybody's just filling up diapers. You know, we're just being fucking little pissy babies and that's just me. So, uh, it was my turn to, to bitch a little bit, I guess. But, um, you know, interestingly enough though, about all of the, and I didn't follow this tournament, but, um, surprised to see that Sweden, uh, in the past few times that you've talked about world play has not really been mentioned much. Um, I don't know if they're on the downswing or what, or if maybe, you know, they have to wait a few more generations because there's not enough people in the fucking country, <laughs> but they produce, well, you, know, you know, it's like every, every five generations, they, they're just coming out with all of the NHLers. That's like the NHLer, you know, it's like generation one's like bankers, generation two, are like farmers, generation three is like NHLers, right? Maybe we're on the, we're on yeah. the wrong cycle here. Yeah. I mean, they, I think they won world juniors a year or two before COVID. So you would think that those guys would be getting into the, like it's their time now. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe everybody just kind of caught up to them a little bit and they're, they're not in their best spot right now. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Uh, and you know, maybe, maybe, um, maybe they just needed help on the farm or something. Couldn't, couldn't yeah. play hockey, right? <laughs> yeah. I was, was going to say like some sweet, uh, some Swedish name, but I, uh, I couldn't come up with one on the fly. Magnus, Magnus and Erickson needed to, you know, help out plowing the fields. Yeah. <laughs> making, uh, making lutefisk. <laughs> I don't know. Fermenting shark. Yeah. Yeah. The fermented shark trip. supplies. We're, we're too, we're too low. They had, it's, it's a national disaster over there. Uh, you know, no time for hockey. Got to get that fermented shark back up. Yeah. Natural resources. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. We're off the rails on this. Uh, Polly, good report. Sucks to see the USA not, not metal, but, um, glad that the tournament went off with conceivably no hitches and, uh, you know, it should see what, what the USA can do moving forward in international play. Uh, though the next thing is probably not going to be until what, like world juniors next year, next big thing. Well, women's world championships are in August. Oh, all right. And, um, women's U18 is coming up in a week or two. So if you need some more USA hockey, Phil, uh, just 
check out Twitter, Team U- or USA Hockey's Twitter feed will have everything you need. Badass, badass. All right. Well, Caps fans, we hope you enjoyed it. Watch Shorzy. Watch the USA Women's Hockey Tournament. And uh, until Monday, we'll have some results. We'll be solidly into the conference finals already, man. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Flying by. Yeah. So we'll be into the conference finals, and uh, we'll catch you then. Hockey Show, Polly Cupcakes, signing off. Bye. Hey Caps fans, thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Chirp Podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And follow the show's handle, at Caps Chirp, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network, at Hockey Pod Net on social and the Hockey Podcast Network.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore.